I'm the singing guy. I'm going to sing more than you. I'm not a be singer. The, I'm going to be the performance guy. I'm going to be the guy getting out there, letting my voice be heard. What, uh, what, is, what is the difference in your voice when you hear it recorded? For me, my voice is much more monotone on recording than it is in my head. Yeah, it's more monotone and it's deeper. So it just sounds, um, I have to say, when I'm like singing to myself in the shower, I think I could be on like NSYNC <laughs> or the Backstreet Boys. Like I just know I can. And the more I've listened to my voice on this uh, podcast, the more I believe that's true. <laughs> like, it's just like it's, it's, it's better a, than I could have hoped for. It's not a question. Like I can definitely like be out there. Like JT, me, Lance Bass, everybody else. Joey Fatone was that one of the dudes? Yeah, Chris Kirkpatrick. That's the one you're missing. Wait, did I get all of them? Yeah. There's a fifth one. Uh, Who's the fifth NSYNC person? Uh, a slick hair guy. Oh yeah, JC. 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 Justin. JC. Yeah. Chazé. Oh, the C in NSYNC. So for those of you who don't know, NSYNC's actually kind of pretty cool about how they got the name NSYNC. It's actually the last letter of the first name of each of the people in the band. So N came from Justin, and then I uh, just went on from there. Lance. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it is something like that, though. Wow. I thought I knew this, but yeah. I don't. No, I thought, all right. So J, N for Justin. Is Lance spelled weird? <laughs> S for Chris. Yeah. Y for Joey. Okay. N yeah. for Lance. <laughs> and C for JC. I don't know. That's, I thought I was with you. I, I thought, thought I, I thought, knew that. But it's it's clearly not right. Maybe Lance Bass, maybe like his first name is different and something like that. Maybe it's like... Dylan. We need an N. Lan. Lan Ooh. Bass. Dylan, I like. Lan S. Bass. All right. All right. You ready to start this thing? Yeah. All right. Hey guys, welcome to Two Drunks Don't Make a Right. My name is Chris. I'm Roger. And we got a great episode for you. Dave's not here today, unfortunately, going to make it. But, Roger, I'm redoing the show. I'm revamping it. Ooh, a, a soft restart? Yes. So we used to do these things where it was just you and me, where we'd do a deep dive and do a one topic and like really flesh out these unfortunately boring topics that we would try to make interesting. I thought it was a really cool idea, but upon listening to it again... I just got bored. I mean, I love our episode we've done on asphalt. That was pretty cool. I didn't know Tarmac got its name from a guy named McAdam. We don't need to redo the episode. It's pretty awesome, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it just doesn't make for a good podcast. And I got to tell you, I got bored myself, so I can only imagine how other people got bored listening to this podcast. So now what we're doing, segments. Love it. Yes. We're doing structure segments. <laughs> Well, we're doing smaller segments of things. We're going to give you more bite-sized information. Raj, today's modern world is a fast-going, give-and-take world where you got to give give out information and take it as much as you can. We're doing quibbies? In and out. Qu- quibbies? quibbies? <laughs> quick bites? Do you not know about quibby? Is that, that what quibby that co- meant? Yeah, quick bites. Oh, that's where the name came yeah. from? I thought it was like some like weird just other word for it. No, quibbies? Quick bites. Okay. I guess we are. Isn't it like a, a? Isn't the company like gone now? Yeah, it, it, it lasted like a month. I guess we are the quibby of podcasts. It brought, it brought Reno nine one one back, so we have to thank it. For it that. did. Yeah, they came back for that, and I then got, it went under. So now they're just making regular episodes again. I gotta tell you, Reno nine one one top five shows of all time. There's new ones coming out. I haven't watched any of them, but really? like literally once a week, there's a new Reno 911. I'll listen to a good Reno 911. It's just a show now. <laughs> we have to make top five lists of things, and uh, Reno 911 is going to be on top five uh, list of TV shows. Just putting that out there. It's a new, seg- it's a new do, segment yeah. we're doing. We do need to do that segment. We didn't prepare for that, but we need to do that segment. Well, I like the I like us being unprepared for things periodically. But anyway, for those who who haven't seen this show before, uh, it's basically a game show between Roger and I. Uh, the person at the end of the episode with the most points wins. How do you get points? Great question. You just give them out. Uh, there, we have a free market point system where anybody on the podcast can give or take away any amount of points for any reason. I can give Roger a thousand points for making a great argument, and Roger can take away four hundred and twenty-two points just because he doesn't like the drink that I made for him. I didn't even make him a drink. Well, I made him some ice water. water. Yeah, so maybe he'll like it. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, it's all fair. It's all right. On two drunks, don't make it right. Nice. Good work. Ah, yeah. uh, 
That was the first time I've done that uh, intro and I haven't messed it up. So I'm giving myself a point. Oh, you got to keep points. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, my job. You got to keep score points. Let me get my phone out so yeah. I can also just like Google and scroll Twitter while he's talking. 100%. I'm going to yeah. give you a point for being kind and giving me a beverage and take away a point because it's boring and it's water. So it's so, a washout? So nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> God. And it's, it's fair. It's fair. It's, it's what we signed up for. Um, all right, so we're getting into Wow, this. I'm looking for if I ha- already had a note where I had taken points before. December 21st, tw- December 18th, 2021. That was the last time we've done this? That I saved. I'm sure I just deleted the other ones. Wow, but, okay, I got you. Uh, that game, uh, I got six, you had one. <laughs> <laughs> and good luck figuring out what this means. Thomas Parnell has eight. <laughs> Thomas Parnell? Did you forget Thomas Parnell? Uh, if it's asphalt, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, who, oh, what was Thomas Parnell? I think he was the professor that did the asphalt experiment. I think he was the guy that did the uh, experiment with asphalt where he took a bunch of asphalt. No, we're not it, doing Okay, uh, moving on. Put it into a <laughs> Moving on. And it's uh, minus yeah. one point for Thomas Parnell. <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to keep on talking about asphalt. See, I'm trying to change up the show to make it more segment based and more like quick facts and fun. But I really want to talk about asphalt now. So what am I supposed to do? Uh, all right. So we do have segments of the show. The first segment we do. I don't want to throw away trivia because I think it's pretty fun. I think it's fun for the audience to interact with as well. So yeah, I want to have shorter segments now. I don't want to go too much into like a deep dive on boring topics, but I do want to keep around trivia because I think it was fun for people to interact with. I think the audience can interact, participate with trivia with us. So I want to keep it. So we got these segments now, and our first segment is fun fact trivia. By the way, that's not what the first segment is. <laughs> yeah, damn it, Raj. All right. <laughs> All right, so we're moving uh, to segments now, right? I'm going to restart here by taking away two points for Chris for all the edited out stuff you didn't hear. For those of you <laughs> who haven't listened to the unedited version of this podcast because it's only available on my computer and not uploaded onto Spotify, I just fudged up the our first segment for the last two minutes now, and it's very, uh, it's very shameful for me. And uh, I will take away zero points for myself. Because Rogers already take away two points. But hot damn, I can't imagine. What a horrible way to start this podcast. So I apologize to everybody. Just checking my watch a lot lately. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to give myself five points. And the reason why, because I'm sticking with it. I think this world now punishes people too much for just making mistakes. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to come back and we're going to fight. So five points to me. I'm up six to Zero? Four. Four to zero. Four to zero. Okay, so that's where, we're, that's where I'm at right now. Roger isn't taking any away points, any more points. No. I'm, All right, so we're good. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to play it as it lies. All right, so we get these brand new, brand new segments from this podcast. Our first segment is a bone to pick. All right? So that's where I have grievances, or anybody on this podcast, specifically for this episode, I got a bone to pick, where we just talk about any type of grievances that we have, any type of like things that are making us upset in the world, and we just want to get off our chest. And I got a big, big bone to pick this episode. You ready for it, Raj? Yeah, let's hear that big bone. All right, Raj. So I commute to work every morning, and I drive down the highway. So I don't, I don't know about you, but I commute every morning. Do you commute every morning? Uh, twice a week. Okay. I'm on a hybrid system, they call it. Oh, you got this whole work-from-home thing going on? Yeah, work-from-home oh. three days a week in the yeah. office twice a week. Yeah, well, lucky. That's pretty cool. I got to get on that I gotta get on that boat. But, my, my yeah, whatever. Anyway, so I commute to work every day, and I go down the highway, right? So I go, uh, I go from my house down the highway. I'm driving a RAV4. It's a brand new vehicle, 2022 RAV4. Great vehicle, fantastic. Heated steering wheels, the whole nine yards. Brag. Right. So I'm going down the highway, and every once in a while, not every once in a while, so I'm going down the highway, and when I make her turn around the bend, there's always a billboard on my way to work. And my bone to pick is with 1-800-BOB-PLUMBING. They advertise on this billboard. And that billboard is one of those billboards that uh, cycles through like three different billboards. So one of them is Bob Plumbing. The other one is a carpet company. And the third one is Dusty's Lingerie. All right? <laughs> so when I'm driving down the highway, 
and I turn around the bend, and this billboard comes into view. I always see Dusty's lawn, Dusty's lingerie. And I know it's Dusty's because of how Dusty's advertises their fine apparel is it's on a model. And the mo- and you see a rear view view of this model displaying Dusty's wear. I do have a boat to pick with Dusty's. <laughs> it's not a great name. Come up with a better name for lingerie store. I can't imagine. At least there's an S, so it's Dusty's, Dusty's lingerie, right? not Dusty lingerie. <laughs> Can you imagine a worse name for a lingerie store? Usually it's like a French name or something like that, or at least Victoria has a secret. Dusty's? <laughs> Horrible name for a lingerie store. So I'm trying to put myself in this world. Say my wife and I have like a nice night out. In this economy? Yeah, right. <laughs> and like our kid is being taken care of. <laughs> I'm going to give you a point for some reason. I don't know why, but I feel like that economy joke... Sure, you get a point for that. <laughs> so yes. I'm trying to imagine my wife and I, we have a night out. The kid's being taken care of. We can go out, have some fun. We have a couple of drinks. She's drinking fine wine. I'm drinking, you know, uh, uh, c- cement mixers all night. Just having a great time. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of sick, but I'm feeling great, you know? We, we go back to our, maybe we go to a hotel room just to mix things up, you know? We're having a fun time. I, I have a bunch of curdled milk in my stomach. She's uh, got a great bunch of wine, just making her feel great. We start, you know, having fun. And I get to the point where, you know, we're taking off clothes. She's unbuckling three of my four <laughs> belt buckles. You know, it's a whole great time. I get to her lingerie and I feel dust. <laughs> like, I can't imagine this the worst. Do you think you would feel it first or you'd start sneezing first? I, right. <laughs> I just can't imagine a worse association with a fine sexual apparel than dust. <laughs> like, that's the last thing anybody wants to feel. Like last thing anybody wants to feel when they're just going around and having a good time. Can I ask dust? This? Does dust? I don't. I'm not familiar with the billboard you're talking about. Yeah. Does Dusty's have a uh, tagline on the billboard? No, Is there a it, slogan of any kind? No, it just says fine lingerie apparel on the bottom of it. Like um, a, Dusty's lingerie. It won't be dusty when it leaves the store. Something the, like that. I, it should be, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to represent Dusty now? I think we could brainstorm some things. I think we could figure it out. I've been brainstorming Dusty's a lot, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Aside the point... Dusty, come up with a better name. Like, whatever your first name is, or last name is Dusty, change it to that. It can't be worse than Dusty's lingerie. Anyway, so I'm driving down the highway, and I see this rear view uh, view of the model, you know, displaying the lingerie, and it's great. It's a fantastic way to start the morning. (laughs) I'm just driving to work. I just feel better when I see it. Every time that I get within view of this billboard... It changes from Dusty's to 1-800-BOB. <laughs> so there I am, focusing on this amazing billboard, this awesome way to start a day, and this thing that saves me literally from the break, probably of just madness, every morning, and it changes to a plumbing, plumbing advertisement. I just freak out every morning. <laughs> so that's my bone to pick with you. 1-800-BOB plumbing, stop it. I've got two questions immediately. Okay. First off, isn't one eight hundred Bob plumbing too many, too many letters? I think isn't plumbing the right amount of letters? I think it's one eight hundred Bob plumber. I think, and I also changed the name so that people, I ah. guess, for whatever reason, I, I was worried Dusty's is real. But <laughs> Bob plumber is not the name. I guess it's because I'm kind of like promoting Dusty's, <laughs> but Bob Plumber, I'm like making fun of. So I was okay. like, yeah, let me change the name of that guy. Okay, that makes more sense. Then. I think it's plumber, not plumbing. So okay. there's less. Still, letter. there's one less. Six. Letter. You just need. Yeah. All right. Well, then that the, you kind of answered my second question by saying you made up the name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would either be better if it was Dusty Plumbing and Bob Bondre? <laughs> <laughs> I would like it better. If it was it Dusty was, Plumbing works. My uh, my basement has been dusty for a year. Yeah. Because of the amount of concrete they tore up. Our um, I guess our county auditor or whatever, his, or our state auditor is Dusty Roads. 
He's oh, the yeah. guy. Saw that's a lot on, of signs for Dusty Roads. Yeah, he's the guy that whose sticker. Uh, we live in the great state of Ohio, and the guy that has his sticker on every uh, gas pump in the state. His name is Dusty Rhodes, so that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, there's a manager that just won the World Series. His name is Dusty Baker. Oh! Dusty Rhodes was a baseball player, Dusty too, Baker the won the World Series? Yeah, Dusty Baker. Was uh, he with the Reds? Yeah, he took the Reds to the playoffs, and then they fired him, thinking he didn't take us all the way. Uh, and they have not been good since. Horrible. Anyway, we might cut out the Reds, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah, so that's my bone to pick. With one under Bob Plummer, either make your billboard shorter or give Dusty more time. Because what what kind of ratio do you think it is? How how often is it changing? I think it's changing like every ten seconds. Oh wow, I mean. that's too quick. Well, well, okay, that might be too. I guess you only see a billboard on the highway for yeah a few seconds or at like a time. maybe thirty, maybe like twenty seconds. It's enough where I see it in a distance and I get real excited. For obvious reasons, and then it changes, and I get furious, and then I, you know, I imagine though, I do have a bone to pick with Dusty's now, too. Aside from the horrible name, I have a great time looking at the billboard. I imagine though, some people probably get distracted while driving while looking at the the backside of a very attractive model in uh, lingerie. So maybe not the best sign to have on the side of a highway especially in a very congested area well, what, what do they care if you crash all they care is that you know the name and you know the name Dusty Londra and it's proliferating out into the world uh, fellas if you want to get your wife uh, something nice for or wife or girlfriend or how quality is the product so, Dusty's yeah I think it's really high quality I think it's one of those things where the name is horrible so you know it's great kind of <laughs> like Pepsi <laughs> minus one <laughs> But yeah, like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think it's, uh, well, I, I, I'm not a proprietor. I'm not a, um, uh, patron patron. Thank you again. Roger is the wordsmith for this, uh, podcast. I'm not a patron of Dusty's. I guess I should be, well, not me personally, but I guess I should be for my wife. I'm not even sure. This is a minefield that I'm walking <laughs> in. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but Dusty's. Make your ads longer or just buy out the whole billboard. <laughs> just make it non one of those a non rotating billboard. The carpet place, I have no problem with the carpet place. I have a carpet. <laughs> I have a well I have a hundred percent a problem with one eight hundred Bob Plumber. So that is my segment on bone to pick. <laughs> well, I'll I'll get on that. I'll get on fixing that for you. Yeah. Oh, you you got pole in Absolutely the uh, not. No. <laughs> Zero pole. I can paint over it though. Do you uh you see, you see billboards on the way to work, right? Obviously, right? Um, yes, but not as many as you, because I'm I'm going downtown. Closer, and I'm yeah. only going for a couple couple stops. Yeah. Well, I'm when I go home today, I'll uh, yeah. Will I see it then? Yes, you will. So look on the left side of the highway by the BMW dealership. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll keep you posted on yeah. how long I see which parts of the billboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, well, you'll very clearly know which one is Dusty's because Dusty's <laughs> name is up there in bold letters, and it's, again, a model up there. And then you'll know which one is Bob Plummer because it will say 1-800-BOB-PLUMMER. <laughs> all right. So that's my first segment. I hope that you all like the new segment we're just doing segments now. Bone to pick. That was our first segment. Bone to pick. Give myself a point. How were we up to? What's our point total? Uh, if you're just giving yourself more points, um, it's yeah. back to four to one. You. Uh, we agreed on these rules that we can <laughs> give ourselves points. No, yeah, I agree. I just if you, if you feel like you're doing the right thing, that's fine. That's all that matters. I am. I am, Dad. Don't get. <laughs> I have a bone to, to pick. To me into Looking at your. Uh, your mug again. I'm gonna make this bone to pick on on air, which I already made. The mug he gave me, the logo is on the opposite side of the handle. Yeah. So if you're holding the mug, it's just pointing out into space. It's yeah. not looking at the person across from you or at you. The logo's out into space. Yeah, to whoever's on the right side of you. The mug you're drinking out of, if you're holding it with your left hand, I'm looking right at that logo. You're advertising that logo to me. If you right hand it, you're looking at the logo. <laughs> That's how a mug should work. <laughs> I'm just baffled by this mug you gave me. So, yeah, the logo for you is on the opposite side of the handle, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. It should be on the left side or the right side of the handle. Who is this for? Who yeah. is the mug for? I'm going to give you a point for uh, for having your own bone to pick. But I got to tell you, Raj, uh, you know, there's, there's worse things in this world, like billboards. I don't think there is. It would have been a good bit if the mug you gave me was either Dusty's lingerie or Bob Plummer. Oh, 
Can you imagine if we bought some Dusty's lingerie merchandise? Well, that was a lingerie, obviously. <laughs> I Going to the store. What are you looking for? I don't know. Any trinkets? I was looking for my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like, what kind of wear? No, not clothes. Just, just yeah. knickknacks. Yeah, do you guys got like a coffee mug you do? Like an employee <laughs> of the month type deal? What do you guys do? What do you guys do? Maybe got? a pen? I yeah. Don't All right. You ready for the next segment we got? Always. So I don't want to throw away trivia. So I think trivia is great. I just don't want to do a whole deep dive into trivia. I don't want to know that Tarmac was named after a guy named McAdam. Again, I'm going hey, back to the We're not talking about this. It's great. It's great. I, I, I kind of want to talk about Tarmac. <laughs> I got to talk about some asphalt some more. Fell off the Tarmac again. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Roger, we have you a point for taking charge of the podcast. <laughs> We're up to it. three to four. Uh, that makes it, yeah, four to three, you. All right, cool. Uh, four to three, love, Chris. All right. Uh, I got another, but I don't want to, th- I don't want to throw away trivia, but I want to have more concentrated, more concise trivia. So I got fun fact trivia is what we're calling it now. This is our new segment. I want to, one of these days, I want to get like segment music for the new segment. Uh, I will splice that out, and that will be our new thing. <laughs> new segment. All right, Rod, you ready for this? You ready for Always. some trivia? Trivia right, is so play probably tri- the thing I'm best at. I'm going to play some trivia with you. It's not common trivia. If you know this, I'm going to be very impressed. All right. There was a guy at one point in time named Michael Lotito. He was a French guy. He was an entertainer. Ooh, Lotito, but French? I'm going to need a spelling on uh, that. L-O-T-I-T-O. Okay. Sounds more Italian to me. Potato? I don't know. Well, they're pretty close together. Uh, he was a French entertainer. And he was born in 1950, and he died in 2007. That makes his age 57 years old. I could have easily calculated that, but I had to. I put that in there so I wouldn't. For, <laughs> so I wouldn't have to like, do it in my head. But I could have easily. Man, whatever. Anyway, uh, Michael is fascinating because his act was eating unusual objects. He would get something and he would eat it. So he ate glass. He ate metal, rubber, and other various objects, including shopping carts. I think I know the answer to this question. And bicycles. Well, you might or might not know. Does your, I think I might know you this. I know this. Okay. Let's okay. See. If you get this, I will give you 20 points. I will give you 20 points if you know this off the top of your head. Michael also ate an airplane. Cessna. That's not the question. <laughs> and, but you're right. In 1978, Michael started this aviation journey and set out, and he ate an entire Cessna 150 airplane. Well, those two-seater airplanes with a propeller on the, on the front, it's kind of what you see in movies where people, like, uh, you know, uh, import drugs for the cartel. That's what a Cessna is, right? Raj, my question to you, do you know how long it took uh. Michael to eat the Cessna 150? The dude... He, I want to say, I have a guess. I think, like, I've heard this story before. I think it was two years. I want to give you some hints, okay? Okay, so it wasn't two years. Well, I'm playing a game with you, Raj, okay. where maybe that was right, maybe it was All wrong. Right. All right. He did it over a period of time, so not one sitting, right? Obviously. Can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> you and me in one sitting? It doesn't count if it takes more than one sitting. Michael apparently was able to do this because his stomach acid was stronger than most, I mean, than most of the common person. Isn't it great when you find out someone has a natural advantage to do something and then they turn out they just love doing that thing? Yeah. Like Michael Phelps was perfectly designed to swim and he swims and it's great. Yeah, basketball players. This guy has strong stomach acid and he loves eating planes and life works out sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, you meant, well. Think of how many other people could have eaten a plane but never thought about it. Well, apparently it is like a psychological addition called PICA, I think it is, P-I-C-A, where you have an obsession with eating inedible objects or things that aren't commonly eaten, like eaten. So there's a whole there's a whole bunch of like different phages. This is, there's different ones, like classifications for people like eating glass, wood, metal, whatever. So apparently, like it's a thing. So you're right. Like it just so happened that finally one guy had this condition that he – where he liked to eat unusual things, and he could do it really well. And it was Michael Lotito. But apparently he had really strong stomach acid, and his intestines had an extra thick layer that could handle metal, glass, wood, whatever. A Cessna 150. Some, are, some people are just blessed. Right? 
It seems like it. Like, like I think I was made. I have a face for podcasting. <laughs> That's the joke, right? I have a face for radio. But no, like, I think I was made to do this. I think my voice was made to go out in the world and infect people with all its knowledge. I think it was. So anyway, I think I'm the Michael Alito, Lotito <laughs> of podcasting. I think I was put on this earth to correct things that you say. <laughs> all right, Raj. I, kind of. Well, you're... I need you to. I need like, you to use my wordsmith. What are the odds you would meet someone that could understand the way your brain works <laughs> and translate it to the real world? <laughs> Thank goodness, though. Like, think of all the times yeah. you've tried to tell a story and stumbled on something, and I just know how to finish the story for you. Roger, I got a bone to pick with you. I I have too much depended on you being able to tell stories now, where I've lost the ability to tell stories. Like I just depend on you to do it. Like you tell all the stories now in our friendship group, and now I don't do it anymore because you just do it. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do? That's my bone to pick with you, Raj. I'm I feel like you start it and then I jump off. I want the glory of being able to tell a story. I want to be able to look at my friends and know that they're laughing because of me. And yet, here you are, every time we have a campfire, you're telling great stories, and people are laughing. I'm laughing, too. How am I supposed to deal with that? How am I supposed to deal with somebody else getting attention and feeling, you know, making other people laugh? Learn stories. I think I have an insecurity that I need to, uh, need to address in my life. Let's get back to the trivia question. All, All right, right Raj. So how long do you think it took Michael Latito? I think it was two years. That's your final answer? You said you were going to give me hints, but I, it's my final answer. That was it. Unless there's hints. That was it. It wasn't like an hour long. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you were. Yeah. Okay. Two years. I'm going to give you 20 points, Raj, because it was two years. It took him two years to eat a Cessna one. How Did you read that too? Yeah, it just came up recently. Did oh, you see it on. recently? It did. I did see it recently. So I've tried to I pull these trivia questions like from months ago. But this one, we were doing this pretty last minute, and I just needed to pull something out real quick. So, I, saw it, I saw it on Twitter. Gosh darn it. Yeah, because someone had said, if something happens, I don't remember the setup. If something happens, I'll eat a Corolla or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it happened. I don't remember what the context was. And then a, a bunch of people were commenting under it. It is possible. You can't get out of it by saying it's impossible. Right. <laughs> if you're this specific person and you have a long enough time, you could eat a Toyota Corolla. And the person that said they would eat a Corolla, we don't know that they don't have strong stomach acid and intestine lining. I mean, maybe he does. I mean, the HIPAA, HIPAA rules, we don't know anything about, yeah, it, about their health conditions. We've inquired. We've put in the paperwork, but yeah. just that's not the type of thing you can know. Oh, yeah. Two drones don't make a light... Uh, two drones don't make a right legal? Yeah, our legal department has definitely tried to, <laughs> tried to do that. Um, anyway, I just can't imagine that. He ate an airplane, Raj. Like, do you know what parts are in an airplane? There are seats. There's wings. The seats are probably a dream going down compared yeah. to everything else. Oh, yeah, the cotton. Like, I think the seats are probably the dessert. Like, at the end of each piece of metal, you're like, all right, give me a half a seat. I think him eating the engine is probably the part where I just don't understand how the heck he did it. Like, how do you do that? How do you eat the engine of an airplane, let alone the rest of the airplane? So I guess it's really, it's a subtle difference, but you're really, he's really swallowing an airplane. Because you're not well, eating. Yeah. He just has the... He's David blaine in it. Yeah. David Blaine can throw nails and stuff down his throat oh, and be yeah. fine. Yeah, apparently so, the how he did it was he would drink a bunch of water and some mineral oil while he was eating all this stuff. Oh. And he, he ate about two points... He ate a kilogram a day, about 2.2 pounds of this plane a day. So that's how he did it. That's a good point. If you're allowed to grind it up, you can turn anything into a dust and then put it in water. I think, well, I feel like if you did it as a dust, then it's more likely to be yeah. absorbed by I'm, your body, right? I'm now saying, I'm, I'm in. I could do it. <laughs> if I'm allowed to grind it all into a dust. I feel like immediately you would get ill. I, I think like within... <laughs> oh, like, I didn't say I'd oh, survive, yeah. <laughs> I, but I think I could physically do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you just, so you just fill a basement yeah. full of dust. Yeah. It'd make me invincible and I can, uh, you know, I could do that. Well, yeah, anybody can eat dust. That's what I'm saying. If you just grind the metal down far enough, he's not like, like he's got to at least curve it so you're not cutting up your esophagus. There's not a lot of sharp angles yeah. going down. Well, apparently he had extra, like, extra thick lining, so maybe he could. Yeah, but how thick can that lining get? It's uh, not. I, I think lining get pretty thick, Roger. 
So, uh, Michael Latito, yes, he ate a Cessna 150 over two years somehow, which is amazing. I couldn't eat a Cessna 150 over a lifetime, let alone him doing a year. Um, he holds the world record in the Guinness Book of World Records for uh, the strangest diet. I can't. That's that's a subjective thing. That can't be a world record. Well, let me tell you this. I think he deserves it because he was awarded a brass plaque by Guinness World Records, and he ate the plaque. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I re- I really respect him. I don't like that from Guinness. I'm not even joking. Like your brand is world records. That's not a record. You can't have the record for weirdest diet. Raj, do you know what he's eaten? It's pretty impressive. He's eaten at least eighteen bicycles, four, fifteen. Prove to me that that's weirder than eating a pair of skis, one computer. He ate a waterbed full of water. <laughs> That's not that weird. That's yeah. the most normal thing you've said. Yeah. 45 door hinges and one coffin. He ate a coffin. I imagine it was the coffin he was going to be buried in at I, the age of I, 57. I respect him. I'm just saying weird. Six, Guinness can't be bringing weirdest into this. Six chandeliers. <laughs> I'll give this guy the weirdest diet. Yeah, we're, we can say it, but you don't publish it in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, yeah, the highly, like, you know, authoritative book, the Guinness yeah, Book of World Records. Yeah, if we can't believe in that, what can we believe in? <laughs> that is true. I would say the Guinness Book of World Records was how I spent most of my time, past most of my time in the bathroom from ages 11 to <laughs> 17. So so if I, if I go home and eat two coffins, do I now have the weirdest diet because I've ate twice as many coffins as this guy? Raj, if you go home and you eat more than 45 door hinges, the Guinness World Award plaque for the weirdest diet, a coffin, a waterbed, a Cessna 150, but, well, two beds, seven me, TV sets. He ate seven TV sets. So, all right. So at this point, he just eats a lot of metal. Is that any weirder? Is that weirder than cannibalism? Is that weirder? You want to play this game, Raj? I absolutely. I want Guinness Book of World Records to be here to play this game with me. Is that weirder? All right, so we're going to play this game. I feel like cannibalism, while yes... You're choosing to commit a crime. It's morally wrong and repulsive. Is it that weird? (laughs) It's criminal. It's meat. We all eat meat. Most of the people in the world eat meat every day. So cannibalism isn't that weird compared to... How many people eat a Cessna 150, (laughs) I mean, we all eat a little bit of metal every day. Well, to be honest, well, you, you drink a beer, you're getting aluminum in your body. It's one thing to say we get a little bit of metal versus yeah, you eat a little a bit of meat. Of it's not cannibal. There's not a lot of people out there that have Look, eaten an. If I had to vote, I would vote for Michael Lolito <laughs> for being the weirdest diet. I'm saying that you can't call that a record. You can't say you have the record. For weirdest something. It's the Guinness Book of World Records. They can say whatever they want about records. And now it's I'm, Guinness. I it's don't run believe by the guys that that make the beer. I'm shaken in faith right now. Is it run by the guy? I don't think it's... I think it the, there's no there's way. Different, there's different Guinnesses, right? <laughs> it's got to be. Alec Guinness? Uh, Han Solo? No, not Han Solo. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan the original Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan? Yeah. He doesn't own these things. Yeah. I would love it, though, if he was the guy. But to me, in my head, cannibalism isn't as weird. Isn't as weird as TV. In sets. your head, though, you can't prove it. I think I could. I think that's how you prove it. You get a bunch of people together and you say, "All right, so you're, we're going to show you two really weird things." And you show them somebody being a cannibal and somebody eating a TV set. And you say, "Which one's the weirdest one?" I want to go with the TV set ones because at least cannibalism, I, like I get, like it's I a agree, meat, it's a thing. I agree. I would be in that camp. If you pull a million people, there's not going to be one person, one religious person that says cannibalism's weirder. Well, yeah, but it's it's if like it's the, one the, if there's one person, it's no longer a record. It's no longer official. I feel like it's a majority. I feel like you don't need just one person. I feel like you just be like, we'll even give it like a, a, a so if a majority, we'll do a people. Senate majority. We'll do sixty percent of the people. If sixty percent of the people. So, so if the majority of the people in the room say that's a big pizza, that's probably the biggest pizza in the world. It's now a Guinness Book of World Records world record for the biggest pizza. You know what, Roger? Yeah, it is. You want to fight about? I it? I think if there's one person that can say. I've seen a bigger pizza than that. It's, you're not going to put it in the book. Well, then show me that pizza. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> show me something that's weird. 
Give me Guinness World Record. I'm gonna fight you, Roger. I'm gonna jump across this table and take so you. So this out. it sounds like a bit. I'm being serious though. I this should not be in the Guinness Book of World Record. I Most planes eaten. Roger, Absolutely. He Most ate televisions the plaque. eaten. He ate the plaque that he got. Most plaques eaten. Most metal eaten. Most varietals of things eaten, maybe, but not weirdest diet. <laughs> you want to go down to the grammar, to the words they use, not like the actual thing. Like the spirit of it is there. I'm going to look. Yes, it is. The strangest diet is the actual word. You're going down. Strangest diet. Yeah. So that also, that's implying that this is his regular diet. <coughs> he just, when he chooses to eat something, he grabs a, a tail off a plane. It is like, well, it is like a thing. Like he had a psychological disorder where he had an appetite. Like he wanted to eat it. His stomach acid and his was so strong. His stomach acid was so strong and his throat this is lighting not to was take so, anything away from Michael was so thick that he couldn't stomach soft foods. He couldn't stomach bananas, hard boiled eggs. They made him sick. So he had to go to the harder things. So it was part of his the weird stuff. Was part of his like regular diet. He wasn't sustaining himself off of this though. Well, that's no, not but, how the human body works. But he could survive it. I would love to know how he actually died. They just say he died of natural causes at the very old age of fifty-seven in two thousand seven. I can't imagine like the copious amounts of metal and other things that he ate didn't play a like a. a some type of factor in his death. But, Raj, it was part of, like, what he ate every day. Like, this is, like, I bet if we got dinner with Michael Letito, seven out of eight times he would, like, be eating some type of weird stuff, like a harmonica or, like, you know, a tooth uh, toothpick made out of metal. Something like that. I bet he would. Again, I'm sure. I'm fine with it. You want to go? I'm sure he set many well, records while doing this. Are we One fighting? of them is not. The strangest diet. What, what what would facilitate then being the strangest diet? What would your what would be the thing that's like? Oh, that is the award for the strangest diet. There's no way of knowing because it doesn't exist. You can't have the. That's a subjective word. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> strangest is not a fact. Just stop being who you are <laughs> and thinking the way that you do. Like, just be open to the world. Just I'm be open like, to him. You know what? Like, the world is a magical, mystical place. Like, it's full of wonder and fantastic things. Just be okay with something being the strangest. So, or let, being <laughs> let me put it this way. This will be my final thing on it because we're dancing in circles here. Well, yeah. How would I break that record? Two Cessna Winfrey's. <laughs> Well, but I haven't eaten seven radios at that or TVs at that point. Have a weird diet. Eat like How? thirty-six How? bicycles. Double all of his stuff. He let's see. I have it on here. Eighteen. So bicycles. doubling so all of it makes it stranger. Yeah. Would what if the, the ratio is different? What if I eat seven planes go? and one television? Is that stranger than one plane and seven televisions? You know what? When we get somebody who has such a strange diet that it challenges Michael Lotito, then yes. We'll cross that bridge that maybe this guy's diet is stranger than what Latino's was. But for now, his diet was pretty strange. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna give it to him. Asterisk. I did not think out of this whole episode that that's what we were gonna spend the most time on. What the strangest thing was, the semantics of strange. Ugh. Horrible. <laughs> What are we doing here, Raj? <laughs> I'm going to give us both five points. I want to get. I feel like after that conversation, though, I want to give myself an extra point. So give me six points, and then yeah, I think I was going. I want to give myself six points. Give you five points. I think it was a good argument. I think I still think I won though. What are we up to? I, 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 oh, what are we up to? Yeah. Uh, you have ten. I have twenty-eight. <laughs> Damn. Because I got it right. The I trivia question you didn't points. think I could get. All right, Raj. I feel like a good way to get us out of this fog of us yelling at each other about what's strange is uh, would be to uh, do an advertisement. I know it's kind of shitty. Sorry. I know it's kind of horrible, but we got to do an advertisement. Roger, you okay with reading off one? Yeah. I mean, we got to pay for all our strange diets anyway because I'm going to break that record. What are you going to eat? What are you going to eat to pass? I don't know. A dart? Some cr- a Christmas tree? You're just naming things around the room right <laughs> now. That's what he did. All right. <laughs> All right, Raj, here's our advertisement. Uh, Take it away whenever you're ready. All right, uh, let's go to the ad. Hey, folks, do you often worry about your house catching fire and burning to the ground? Sure, firefighters are pretty good at their job, 
But once they put out the fire with their hoses and extinguishers, all your possessions are soaking wet. There's got to be a better way. Hi, I'm Carl here at Crazy Carl's Fire Unstinguishers, where we literally fight fire with fire. You'd be surprised how quickly a fire burns once you take a flamethrower to it. And better yet, no water's involved, so none of your few surviving possessions are soaking wet. So next time you have a fire, reach out to Crazy Carl's Fire Unstinguishers, where our motto is, if you can't stand the heat, add more heat. <laughs> Shoot, I'm going to give you five points for getting through that without breaking. Gosh, I was hoping you would break on the fight fire with fire. That's where I, I had to catch myself a little bit, but I mean, this just sounds like a good product. Let it burn is what I always say. I imagine Carl was watching like some news or something like that where it's like those uh, forest fires out in California where they uh, have to burn off sections of the forest to stop the fire from growing. And he was like, oh, wouldn't it be a cool idea if we just burnt down the building faster so it doesn't <laughs> spread to the other buildings nearby? And that's how fire unstinguishers <laughs> come, came about. Yeah, I mean, the controlled burns are a thing. That's... It's not crazy. This guy's got a good yeah. good business plan. And it's not soaking wet. I also feel like fire unstinguishers is a great name for a lighter. I don't know. I get the light stuff <laughs> it's on fire. It's a little fire. confusing. I think I think that's a I think that's a million dollar idea. And actually, funny I say that about million dollar ideas. We got a million that's our next segment is million dollar ideas. <laughs> million dollar ideas. Yeah. So I have a great idea, Raj. That's why our next segment is going to be Million Dollar Ideas. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. It's a brand new segment for all those people uh, listening out in the world right now. So uh, you're, you're seeing uh, something new. Am I supposed to do it again? <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> well, you, you were just looking at me. Well, I was looking at you and it looked like you were going to say something. but yeah, uh, I'm no. just waiting. You just leave me hanging? Just waiting. You just leave me hanging well, on the roof? How, you haven't said anything yet. <laughs> all right, Raj. <laughs> what so am next? I supposed to react to? <laughs> all right, fine, Raj. I'm doing it live. I'm just doing this. All right, Raj. So next segment is Million Dollar Ideas. I already ideas. did the do-do-do-do-do-do thing. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, fine. I got this Million Dollar Idea, Raj, and I think it's going to make billions. Okay, so you know how most houses have carpet in them, right? Sure, I don't know that I'd say most, but yeah. yeah a most lot, have some carpet in it. Yeah, a lot I'll of houses that. have carpet in them, yeah. right? So, and, and I gotta say, carpet's pretty expensive. I bought a house, I tried to put carpet everywhere, and it cost thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to carpet my house. <laughs> it was going to be huge. So I had this bright idea. What if, and this is the million dollar idea, so get ready for it. What if you had socks that felt like carpet so that you could just put hardwood all over your house, and every time you walked, it felt like you were walking on carpet with your socks. I want to give you a second to think of how great an idea that is while I award myself five points. <laughs> so, I agree. Great idea. Really? Probably could make a million dollars. Really? There's only one flaw. What is it? <laughs> it's such a great idea. I'm pretty sure it's existed for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're married to a, a woman. <laughs> she does not have thick socks that she wears all the time. I'm, well, that's a great point. I didn't think about thick socks. I was I, you've called me out. I really do only think about my current socks, which are just white socks that yeah. are just pretty thin. I, I think you're I think you're out of the loop in the sock game. I will tell you though, I have never gone to a store and seen carpet socks. If that makes any sense, I've never seen and and I'll let you know. Like, a lot of socks, like, all the fluff and everything's on the outside. This carpet would be on the inside of the socks on the bottom of your feet. So that's why it's a million dollars. Better than, like, your fuzzy socks or your thick socks. So uh, maybe it's slightly different? Yeah. But I, I mean... I think it kind of exists. I think people thought of that. Roger, think of how much money I would save the average homeowner if you didn't have to carpet your house and you just had socks you could put on <laughs> that felt like carpet. And we could do different colors for the inside of your socks that nobody would ever see. We could do different types of thickness, different types of fluff and feel. I think it's a million dollar idea. And I think you know what the name of my million dollar carpet socks idea would be? Sockets. <laughs> So that's already taken. I do know that. <laughs> Is it? I well, think that's... Oh, socket. Maybe not. Sockets? I was thinking the back of your phone. That's poppet or some pocket. Yeah, that's a poppet thing. No, this would be called sockets. Carpet socks. Unfortunately... I had to do sockets where the first part of the word is the sock part and the last part's carpet. Because if you do the first part carpet, 
in the last part, socks. Carks? Uh, well, it would be C O C K S. And that oh, would be. Oh, you can throw the R in there. It could be Carks. Crocs? 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 Carks. I just came up with Crocs. Um. So anyway, we're doing so, sockets. So I just went to a, a popular internet retailer. Oh, Google. I bet internet's <laughs> off. Come on. And just typed in softest socks. And one popped up called, uh, the brand is called World Softest. I swear to God, if it's called sockets, I'm here. <laughs> they have a holiday collection, Fireside Crew socks, knit top fashion socks for women and men. They describe it as um, a nylon polyester synthetic fiber to keep the holiday spirit upbeat. But it, does it feel like carpet? Could it replace, like, all right, see. Uh, the world's softest fireside crew socks came, come with soft cushion, ultra smooth foot padding, and comfortable heels. I think it's, I think it's 98%. <laughs> I'm not saying your exact invention is the, with the, so you don't want it to be soft on the outside. No, no, the outside So it's going to have a grip on the bottom. I really, yeah. What's the bottom? Of, what's the outside bottom of this sock? In carpet. Like the bowl with whatever the bottom. So both of the sides will be. Car- oh, that's like a real coarse. Yeah. Um, well, so, well, I think a, a grip gripping thing. So yeah. So yeah. Now that we're spitballing this idea, now that you're 100 percent behind my socket idea, uh, it would be uh, carpet on the inside of the sock on the yeah. bottom part. Yeah. The uh, outside bottom would be like a rubber, like a something like a grip, like an yeah. like a grippy thing. So I think that would be perfect. And I think uh, we uh, we go on a Shark Tank. Okay. You and I. Um, I'll wear, you know, a deep V to show off my muscles. You wear a top hat. And, uh, would, yeah, I think Mark Cuban would give us a million dollars. Would you want there to be, like, a, a structure to the shape of this? Uh, I think it, I would like it to say socket on the top. Because. <laughs> um, and if, it would be we, S-O-C-K-I-T. Socket. Because now what you're describing is a slipper. <laughs> <laughs> It has a sole like a shoe, <laughs> but a carpet on the inside. <laughs> oh, no, I had to scrape the slipper. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> slippers are usually furry on the yeah, inside. <laughs> extremely. Like, probably softer than carpet. <laughs> I'm describing a really grippy slipper. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but I mean, you could make Six a brand called you, called Sockets, yeah. but um, Six Points U, one letter for each letter <laughs> in Socket. <laughs> I mean, this is how inventions are made. You brainstorm like this. But I think, I mean, that's the problem of living in this day and age. Whatever you think of has probably been thought of. I don't know. Twitter came around and people, well, that's just the first thing that came in my head, but like Twitter, like, like new things will come around because new I'm going to give you around. two points for trying. Really? You gave it an effort. I was really hoping you would give me a million points because it was a million dollar idea, yeah. but I'm giving you the amount of dollars I think you'll make <laughs> off of this. We should do that in the future. We should do um, where if I do prove that it's a great idea, that you give me a million dollars. Yeah, like, wa- like Annie's uh, wagers, Annie's, like a bet at poker, be like, all right, I'm going to put 10 points on the yeah. line for this one. I think this is a 10-pointer. Well, it's going to be a million points to me every Oh, time. it has to be a million every <laughs> yeah. time. So no, like, if I convince you, I win this round, basically. I think now this uh, podcast will be half trivia, half advertisements that are totally real and not made up, and half... Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so. Obviously, you get vetted before you would make it onto Shark Tank. But that would be funny if they would just slip in every once in a while. Like, not a bad idea, just like a very clearly already done idea. Because <laughs> bad ideas, I feel like they probably do slip those in for comedy. But if someone just pitches, right. picture this, and then holds up like an exact yeah. Land's End slipper, yeah, <laughs> with like the name crossed out and socket written over it. So picture this. I hate watering my lawn, right? Taking the hose out there and watering it. What if we had something that sprinkled water all over your lawn and it was stationary and could do cover your whole lawn? Like a water sprinkler? No. <laughs> no, it's it's spraying the lawn. It's not sprinkling. Like a hoseler. <laughs> a hose sprinkler combo. <laughs> we should do that. Shark Tank. Million dollar ideas. That's a new segment. Million dollar <laughs> ideas now. Shark Tank. Um, but we're obviously not going to use the Shark Tank name, so it'll be something like crazy, like I don't know, uh, uh, Penguin Den or something like that. 
Orca container. Yeah. Orca container. <laughs> we should do that. All right, this episode of Orca Container. <laughs> it's brought to you by Socket. Socket. <laughs> I think it's a great name, Socket. <laughs> S-O-C-K-dash-I-T. Exclamation point. That's Question actually... Um, Socket? <laughs> I'm going back to the internet for a second. I want to type Socket in. It's okay. got to be something. I'm sure someone has made something called a socket before. I want you to guess. All right. I typed. You wanted it to have a hyphen between K and it. S-O-C-K okay. hyphen I-T. I just went to Google, typed S-O-C-K dash I-T. Yeah. What do you think the first thing is? Uh, I think like a soccer wrench. Uh, that'd be spelled a little different, but I mean, yeah. that's clearly what the plan. I thought it would be. Um, the first thing I get is I'll do a little marketing for this uh, website and company. Socket to me, fun socks and comfortable underwear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fun I mean, socks for women. Oh, okay. So it's more okay. Okay. Um, I will say, ladies usually get like the sock options that are you know crazier and more fun. But of course, guys now, I think that's another thing that guys are using to kind of like show off their um, fashion skills is they have fun socks. Craig Ferguson on a late night show used to do that a lot. There's also a Red Foo song on YouTube called Socket to Ya that they're wanting me to go to. Uh, what, what was the name of that band? Uh, Red Foo. He's the sort of reddish-brown afro from um, Party Rock Anthem. Who are they? Oh, those guys are um, Party Rock LMFAO? Yeah, LMFAO. Yeah. So the, the reddish-brown oh, afro gosh. is Red Foo. I'm going to uh, be, I guess, with the older generations right now. There's too many bands. <laughs> Like, like, imagine how easy it was to be, like, a connoisseur of music back in the 60s. There was only, like, 20 bands. If you listen to the radio, though, you're still only going to hear 20 bands. I think there yeah. was always this amount of music. You just didn't hear it unless you knew them. I don't know, man. Cause, like, I, I guess did... maybe they'd give up a little earlier because there's no chance of making money back yeah. then. But Like, I do deep dives into Spotify now because I have Spotify Premium. <laughs> I'm I'm saying if you do the radio the same way you would have done in the 60s, okay. you're only going to hear yeah, that's the same great. amount of bands, I think. Yeah, Maybe that, slightly more, but not many more. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Well, yeah, I imagine there probably might have been a better variety back in the day mm. because it was up to the DJ and whatever their personal taste was. I was going to say writers. You probably There's probably fewer writers that get on the radio nowadays because yeah. they're just going to hire the same guy. They it's say. all the same guy that does like the Taylor Swift music yeah. nowadays. Uh, Jorgensen or something like that. Max, uh, Max, Max. Not that we're saying Taylor Swift does not write her own songs because that's yeah. an easy way to get Yeah. Killed these days. Yeah. God, I love Taylor Swift. I gotta listen to her. I haven't listened to her last couple of albums, but man, her like first four albums. Oh my god, they got me through times. They got me through a lot of rough times because I made a horrible decision in my teens and twenties, <laughs> and they just it's helped me feel better about myself. I think it's I'm the weirdest process things that I was going through. I think I'm the weirdest possible version of a person right now. Where yeah. Taylor Swift's just fine. <laughs> I have no strong opinions either way. I don't think she's the greatest musician ever, but I don't hate her music. Like, it's it's catchy. I think I'm supposed to pick a side, and I just don't have a side. It's fine. That is fine. Uh, man, I don't know what it is. Like, my dad and I bonded very strongly over Taylor Swift. It's like first, like, two or three albums, and I've never thought I would do that. But, you know, here we are. And it's just like, yeah, you feel her pain and her hurt, and it's just universal. And it's just... Yeah, this kid yeah. just who hasn't been dumped by John Mayer, you know? Yeah, yeah. If 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 you were a hero, you'd be here by now. Like that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this ain't a story. This is real life. You're not here. And I'm not waiting for your white horse to come around. We could be a beautiful, magical thing instead of just invisible. Those, yeah, I I don't know I about you, but around. I'm feeling 22. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raj, I'm giving you 22 points for that. <laughs> I'm also going to divide your points. I'm not going to divide your points. That's too crazy. I want to give you 22 points because that was a great, great, uh, great thing. I'm giving myself three points because I feel like I did three references to Taylor Swift songs. I'm, I'm going to give you 10 points for bonding with your father. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you, Raj. Uh, happy Father's Day to everybody. It's not today, uh, but it's coming up next year. <laughs> Six months from now. <laughs> oh, we're having one next year? Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's well, coming back you know, around? It's one of those eagerly ones. All right, Raj. I like the segments point because I like that we're revolving. I like that we're doing things. We're interacting. I think it's great. Oh, my God. This is great. <laughs> this is what the podcast is. Yay. All right. 
All right, so where are your points total? What is uh, uh, we're currently total? at, you have 30, I have 61. It's <laughs> that far off. Well, again, you gave me 20 just for getting the trivia question right, which I think is deserved. You prefaced it with you're never going to get this. Yeah, I did. That's why I gave it to you. And then you just gave me 22 for referencing Taylor Swift's song. It's a two twenty to make a right point. Yeah. So that alone is 42. <laughs> I think I'm begging up. The last, last like six episodes we've done, I haven't given you a lot of points. I was going to say that. Yeah. The, the general breakdown, especially when Dave is here, is it's definitely yeah. any game we play is a team up on Raj kind yeah. of situation. We need to get Dave here. I'm trying to get, I think once the holidays are over, I'll be able to do like an every other Sunday type deal or something like that where we're all like together. That's, I'm going to cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, right? Like I'm trying to make up for not giving you a lot of points. and But oh, thanks, they're deserved right now. And I guess it's the holiday season. Maybe I feel a certain way, but you know. Uh, anyway, you want to get on to? I have one final trivia question for the episode, and I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, and let's rock. I think, uh, yeah, we need to start wrapping things up because, you know, we all got lives. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. House Resolution 23261 was also known as the American Hippo Bill and was introduced to Congress in 1910 by Representative Robert F. Broussard. I think he just won uh, re-election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it doesn't. I mean, I mean, are, uh, do do you want to be political? Are we a political podcast? <laughs> I don't think it's political to say, no. man. There's a lot of old people there's running for Congress. That's yeah, okay. They're all there. There's not like horrible congenital diseases once you get past a certain age. But whatever. Anyway, uh, the bill, House Resolution two three two six one would authorize the importation and release of hippopotamuses to a specific state in the U.S. This bill was popular and had many supporters, but eventually never passed Congress. Obviously, because there's not a lot of hippos in the U.S. I want you to guess, Raj, which state do you think they were trying to introduce hippos into the native population? All right. So, 1910, you said? Mm -hmm. Give me that guy's name again. Robert F. Broussard. Robert F. Broussard in 1910. B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D. Broussard. Um, he so, was the representative for that area. Okay. So the obvious answer, I'm not saying yeah. this is my answer, the obvious answer is Florida. Because you, You're right, that's the obvious answer. You got a lot of water, a lot of swamps. Ever- hot. Everglades. You got, you got gators down there. They're already uh, there. You got uh, sturgeons, I imagine. <laughs> you got herons. The other one that popped into my head, just because Broussard sounds vaguely French to me, is Louisiana. Mm. Again, you got some water there. Oh, yeah. It's very similar to... But to there's not a lot Florida. of room. There's not much room to roam for these things. Very similar to Florida. <laughs> the New Orleans. Uh, for those of you at home, I'm trying out accents. I've been trying out accents for the last uh, 10 years in my car when I drive to work. While looking at lingerie ads, apparently, and they never work out right. So, but we're gonna try it out. There's a Hawaii. You got the tropicalness of Hawaii. Yeah. But yeah. again, not a ton of room to roam. You know. You put a hippo. One hippo probably takes over the islands. I will say, yeah. I mean, they're found in Africa, and there's a lot of a lot of land to roam in Africa. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. man, this is this is a good question. Do you want me to give you more? Uh, Oh, wait, no, I don't want to give you more information because this information will tell you where It'll it's It'll give it away. <laughs> Let me make my guess, then give me the information oh, yeah. before you yeah, tell yeah. me if I'm right or not. Yeah. I'm going to go with... All right, what's it going to choose? I'm going to go Florida. It's boring, but I think it's right. All right, let me tell you the information that I have. All right, so there's two main reasons why hippos, why they wanted to import hippos during this time. One is that the hippos would eat an invasive species of water plant known as hyacinth, that was clogging up rivers and killing fish. I guess if you know where hyacinth is an invasive species, then you got this. Two, the hippos were able to reside in this specific area of land that wouldn't be able to support pigs, cattle, or chicken, and could be raised and used as these hippos could be raised and used as a new meat source oh, because there was a meat shortage in the 1910s when this film was introduced. This land. That cows and chickens and pigs couldn't inhabit? Is it Alaska? It was Louisiana. You got ah! it right. <laughs> you got it right. 
<laughs> you got it right. Damn it. It was the Bayous. Gosh. R- yes, and the, you were right with the name, too. Robert S. Boussard, Brosard, whatever it was. Yes, that guy. That's what he that's, wanted to do. Mm. He wanted to take the Bayous and say, he looked at the Bayous. He said, man, these Bayous are pretty big in Louisiana. What if we had cows in them? <laughs> man. <laughs> that's his idea. It's a fascinating story. There's um, a lot of stuff. The people behind it who supported it, there was like the there was just a lot of very uh, interesting characters. But I'm not going into this here because it's not a deep dive episode. It's a fun fat trivia. But he wanted to import hippos <laughs> into Louisiana so they could be raised in the bayous as a food source and would also eat invasive plants because obviously there's no way that would get out of control in Louisiana. There's no way. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you, a, you gave me 20 for getting it right. I'll give you a 15 for stumping me. Yeah, oh, thank God. Man, I thought, you did, gosh, go Rocky, with your gut, man. You did the classic thing where I... Go I, with your gut. Because that's what I did earlier. I thought earlier you would obviously talk yourself out of two years. I thought there was no way that you would stick with two years, but you didn't. This time, though, you talked yourself out of Louisiana, <sighs> and that was the perfect answer. Broussard, that's the name. That's the guy. Uh, man. Fun fact, though, apparently hippo meat... Tastes a little bit like pork and really? a little bit like cow. Just seems like it'd be really tough just because everything about them is super tough. But Apparently, it's uh, nice. It's nice. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt killed like eight of them. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Is it strange for a Louisiana congressperson to eat hippo? Is that a strange diet? Uh, <laughs> I'd say no. If anywhere in this world, I would choose. Well, I will say that, Raj. Louisiana and Florida, especially like New Orleans and Florida, Pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just I like, just thought that, yeah. There's no way around. I guess it didn't happen, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. that was my only... The reason I didn't go Louisiana, it just seems like there's not enough space. Yeah. But... Well, that's the reason why it didn't pass. The winters in Louisiana. Yeah. The Florida would make more sense because when you get so south of Florida, the uh, climate starts to match up more with Africa, where the hippos actually are. There's more land in the Everglades yeah. where they actually live. That, that's when you said the uh, other animals couldn't live. That's why throughout the Alaska, I was like, oh, can hippos just like survive anything so they can go up where it's freezing cold? But they that do, doesn't make sense. They do need the warm because right. I don't think they have that's, like any type of fur on them. Right. That just, was my instinct. Yeah. But then once you said nothing else could live there, I was like, oh, maybe we need yeah i think they have like i have to imagine they have cows up in canada that's uh true, people yeah. are alaska that's uh people up in alaska right into tddmar at gmail.com let us know where you store uh cows up there in alaska because we would like to know if you have yeah, they definitely cows. cattle definitely lives in the cold uh, and imagine, maybe right? pigs or something but they're also similar well that's what a uh that's what a uh ox is all about and that's what a uh no not an ox What's bison? That's yeah. what bison's are. Really, about. I was just, I was getting, I was like, oh, did I not even say the right state at all? But then once I, uh, yeah, man. No, you, you know, you got it right on the head. And I thought, like I said, I thought you were going to talk yourself into it, <laughs> but you talked yourself right back out of it. And like <laughs> classic Roger fashion. But uh, you are, were right in certain aspects. I'm not giving you any points, but I'm not <laughs> going to take you any points away because you did at least get the answer somewhere in there. Can you imagine that, Roger? Can you imagine going down to Mardi Gras and every once in a while you have to worry? Just a about hippo walks by. About, worry about a hippo taking out a lady. And you do have to worry. Those things are mean. Yeah, they are mean. And they, that, well, that was another reason why they didn't pass because obviously the people that were, that were like reviewing the bill said, no. <laughs> you fool. No, we're not introducing hippopotamuses. We have enough problems with the bears and foxes, let alone hippopotamuses. A lot of pelicans down there. Yeah, I feel like that's the main problem in Louisiana at this point. You say pelican, I said can't. I say pelican. Um, but uh, so there is a little bit of like real life application of this though, because um, I forget Pablo Escobar. That's his name. He was the drug lord, and his estate when it was raided and he was killed, he oh, had right. hippos at his private zoo, and the people that you know. To, you know, raided the estate. They didn't want to kill the hippos. So they just left the hip, let the hippos out into the wild. And now, Central America has a significant hippo population. Now, oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that part. I knew yes. that he had hippos, but I didn't know that now they all have hippos. Now they do. And certain, like, local areas are starting to, like, you know, take in these hippos as, like, mascots, and they love them. But also, every once in a while... People just, are killed by these hippos. Kill guy. So there's like 50 there now, I think. Damn. And I think by 2050, it might be a couple hundred down there. 
So I think, if they get busy. Yeah, so I think when my when our children are older, it will be you know uh, common to see hippos in South America, and maybe they'll make their way up the coast. Can only hope. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that is the uh, fun trivia of House Resolution twenty three two six one two. That's two, locked and loaded forever now. Two hundred and sixty one. When I get on Jeopardy, I'm going to nail that question. We almost had hippos in Louisiana. Think of how much more. Now we'd have a reason to go down to Louisiana, <laughs> finally. Not just... When is Mardi Gras? February? February? March? February? February, March, something around there. What a great holiday. It's early March, like the first Tuesday in March, maybe? Man. Something like that? As I get older, like, certain things change. Like, your perspective changes as you get older, right? Like, I didn't care about Mardi Gras when I was, you know... A kid or whatever, but then when I became a teenager and then, you know, you start to learn about, you know, the things that you're attracted to in this world, uh, then you start to learn about Mardi Gras being like, oh, <laughs> people expose themselves to Mardi Gras. It's fantastic. It just You just give them beads and it just happens. Maybe you should go down and start throwing Dusty's lingerie out to people to cover themselves up. I think Dusty's missing out on a great opportunity. I really need it. Dusty, please write in to tddmar at gmail.com. Please let me know what's your deal, man. Like, what's going on? Do you have any deals that I can plug? With? I would love, I would love to do free advertisement for Dusty's Just Laundry. One. <laughs> like Dusty's Laundry sounds like a, even though we don't do fake ads, it sounds like a fake ad that I would make. Up. <laughs> it, it just does. Dusty's Laundry. Has your husband not given you any laundry in a while? Is it Dusty? Dusty's lingerie for when you want something to blame the dust on. <laughs> oh, Roger. All right, man. Well, thank you for being a part of this uh, FOD podcast. I think we had a good time. What is yeah. our uh, final wrap- score? Yeah, what's our wrapping up point total? Final score is Roger 61, Chris 45. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, well, I think it was I think it was a well-deserved win. You got that answer right. You win it. I am glad that we're getting above 10 points in an episode. <laughs> like, we just need to go gangbusters with these points. I think we just yeah, need have to. have more fun with it. Loosen up a little bit. Well, I think we're getting there, and I think we're doing great. And I think when Dave gets back into these things, I think it's going to be fantastic. Yep. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, Rod, you get the winner, so you get to take home this. Uh, so the winner of every episode gets a uh, five-foot-tall sword that I have in my house. So, Roger, you get uh, Anduril is the name of the sword, so you can take oh, yeah. it home with you. And I'm certain that your wife is going to be so happy. Pumped. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're signing off here at Two Drones to Make It Right. My name is Chris. I'm Roger. Uh, tune in next. Uh, well, I don't know when we'll do an episode, but tune in next time and we'll uh, share some fun facts and uh, some million dollar ideas with you. Do, 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 do. Bye. <laughs>